Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey, welcome back to Ambitious Motherhood. I am your host, Katie Fleming, and today we are going to talk about how to sign clients when everyone is giving their stuff away for free. (laughs) Have you guys seen that drastically here in the last couple of weeks? Life has changed, and you know, it's starting to slow down a bit, but immediately when all of this stuff started shifting, things started changing in terms of who was giving away stuff for free, entire programs for free, entire libraries of resources for free, all of this stuff for free. And so in this episode, I want to talk about how you can continue and show up, serve your audience, support your audience, but still sign clients, even when it seems like people are giving things away for free and there's no room in the marketplace for people to spend money with you. We're going to be talking a lot about mindset, some shifts to make, perspectives to change into, and ways to look at this in just a different light and how you as a leader in your space can adjust to best position yourself to win, not only today, but here in the future when things do start to return back to quote normal. I don't personally think they're ever going to be the way they were, but when we are no longer quarantined in our homes and wondering when will be the next time we get to hug a loved one or see a friend or go out to dinner with your husband, like all of those things, whenever life starts to get back to that place, that is what we're talking about here. Life's changed here in the last couple of weeks, right? A global pandemic, there's closures, kids are home from school for the foreseeable future. You're not only trying to continue to show up and take care of your family on the home front and grow your business, but now you're also like all of these additional roles. You're now the main teacher, you're the PE teacher too, you're the cafeteria lady, you're the principal breaking up the fights, all those things. And beyond just those household and family duties, You're looking at your business wondering, what does this mean for me? What does this mean for my clients? What does this mean for all of those annual plans, those beautiful post-it note calendars, those all those gorgeous plans that you put out into the world just a few short months ago in December? Remember when we were like looking at 2020 with like all this hope and expectancy and oh, it's going to be an amazing year and here we are. Three months in, not even fully done with quarter one and it feels like an entire year. It is so crazy. Is it Christmas yet? Is it Christmas yet? Right? (laughs) So I hear you. I hear you. And I've heard from so many of you the last few weeks and definitely a lot more here in the last few days. And nearly every single one of my clients in some way, shape, or form has said these words to me over the past couple of weeks. And it sounds like this. How can I sign clients when everyone is giving things away for free? Or how can I continue to make money when the world has changed? Are people even still investing? Is my offer even still something people would pay for right now? All of these questions. And so in this episode, we are going to talk about what's really going on behind this question. We're going to unravel some chaos in your mind. I have this reputation with some of my clients that I'm the brain unraveler. Okay, you guys come with me with a messy ball in your brain of just all the ideas, all the things, all the thoughts, all the mind games, and I'm going to help you unravel them. So we're going to unravel some of that chaos in your mind so that you can confidently go out there and serve your audience and show up for them even in a time of crisis. What I want you to understand 
is that the way you handle this today for your audience, the way you show up today is positioning you for a future reality you're about to step into when the pandemic craze is over. And so many of you in my audience are leaders. You have a message to share. You are transformational. You are here not only to show up for yourself and your family, but you desperately want to change the world through the work that you do. And I need you to step up and step into the highest version of yourself so that you can serve your audience today in the best way possible and position yourself for the future to have the highest impact. It's so important. I truly believe that the leaders of tomorrow are the ones stepping up and helping in the biggest way possible today. There are a lot of people in the online space right now, guys, that are silent. They're not talking. They're not helping. They're not shifting. They're not moving. They're stagnant. They're stuck. They're using this global reset as a time to stay. And I truly believe the ones that are going to come out on the other end of this as leaders and positioned and poised to impact in the greatest way possible are the ones that today are showing up and helping people. That is my whole MO right now in my business. Show up, help people. That's it. If you had to ask me what my business plan is right now in in crisis and uncertainty with this pandemic, that is it. Show up, help people. So I want to call you into that position as well. I want to call you up and into your higher level of realizing that you are serving those in your audience and start to start to ask yourself, how can I best serve them? What do they need today? So I have this awesome client. I'm going to tell you a story about her. She is a CFO. She is so good at what she does. And she brought this question to me. She said, I heard people aren't really even investing high ticket right now. Do I need to change my offer? Do I need to offer a lower priced offer as well? Blah, 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 blah. All of these things, all of these mind games, all of these questions. And my first question to her, and I want to ask you this question too, because I want you to really take this question into every area of your life. Whenever you hear something, I always like to ask, who said, who said that? What's the source of this story that I'm now telling myself is truth? Because for her, she took the words of someone she heard say this as truth. Oh yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Nobody's buying. They're right. Mm -hmm. So my first question to her was, who said that? Where did you hear that? And she knows my style. She knows how I work. She knows how I coach. So (laughs) she chuckled and she laughed. She's like, yeah, I get where you're going with this. She already knew. It only took a question for me to unravel the validity of this argument. And so I always like to go to the source. I always like to figure out who's the person that said the thing that's causing this mind tizzy. Because we need to look at the fruit on the tree, right? Come to find out the person, the voice of the that she had heard and was now like taking on its truth of what this meant during the season that no one was buying, no one was investing high ticket, no one needed a high value CFO in their back pocket that was um, a third cheaper than a typical CEFO you'd hire. Hello, value, right? She was now taking it to be true that no one was hiring her or no one was looking for her services. So as her coach, I knew this person that she was referring to from our chats on prior coaching calls. And I also knew that this person was was not an ideal client. And so I reminded her of that. And I said, this is someone who has been very supportive of you. They're a fan of you, but they're never going to be ready, willing, or able, even in a good economy, even in a good like life global situation, even in a time where we were able to go out of our house and go out to dinner with our husbands, right? Even in those days, she wasn't investing. 
she would probably never invest. We still love her, but she's not a dream client. So I asked my client, I said, so if times were good, and they were a month ago, by the way, would she have worked with you? And she said, no. (laughs) So why are we giving the thoughts of a not-so-ideal client, the opinions of a not-so-ideal client, the time of day? And not even just ideal clients. There's tons of voices in the online space. Like your neighbor probably has an opinion about what's going on. Your neighbor probably doesn't understand why in the world somebody would spend money to work with a coach or get a website redesigned or any of the stuff that we're dealing with here in the online space. They have no idea. Most of the world has no idea what we have going on here. And by the way, I see that as a huge opportunity because in the coming years, there's going to be a huge shift into online business, bigger and better than we've ever seen before. And the good news is, is that you've been here, you're positioned, you are ready for that. You've been here for some of you, two years, three years, four years. For me, I've been in the online space in some way, shape, or form for six years. What's your story? How long have you been here? You know this game a lot better than the majority of the world out there that has no idea that there's a Facebook group on how to scale your business to six figures while working 20 hours a week or not. And there's this whole mission and call called Ambitious Motherhood. There's this whole world that has no idea. There's this website called Kajabi. And there's people that make six-figure business income off of helping people set their websites up on Kajabi. Like, there are so many people that have no idea the ecosystems that we all play in. And that is a huge, huge opportunity. And you're here, you're positioned, you're poised, you're ready. If you choose to step up and step into your next level. I told you that story about my client because I want you to make sure that you're taking the words and the thoughts of other people, including the news, including the mainstream media, including your neighbor, including your spouse, including your friends, including whoever, the person on live stream that you just, you've been scrolling Facebook more than usual. You just somehow landed on this random person's live stream and now their voice is talking inside of your head. Do you like the fruit on the tree? Is it worth listening to what it is they have to say? Do you like the results of that? Okay. Take every thought captive. All right. So... I don't want to get too into this, this episode, because this isn't really an ideal client avatar kind of a talk, but I do want to mention this because we are talking about ideal clients and whether they're ready to buy or not ready to buy. And so part of finding your ideal client is psychographics. Sure, there are some demographics, but mostly it's what do they think? What do they feel? How do they make decisions, right? Those are the components of your ideal client that matter the most. It does not matter really how old they are, or where they like to shop, or what's their favorite color, or what they like to eat for dinner. Like, we don't care about that. We care about how do they feel? What do they think? How do they make decisions? What do they value? Those are psychographics. You know, another portion of what makes an ideal client an ideal client is that they are aware of their pain, and they are aware of the problem that they have. And they're ready to solve that problem yesterday. So there's a huge desire to solve that problem right away. And most importantly, this is one that a lot of people miss out on when they do the ideal client avatar work and they you know, say, oh, this is my ideal client. Here's a really important component of your ideal client. They are ready to invest. They have the means and are ready, willing, and able to invest with you today. So if a client that you think is an ideal client doesn't have the means to invest or the willingness to invest, if they're not willing unable to invest, then by definition, they are not your ideal client. 
They are not the person that will convert no matter what the circumstance, no matter whether the economy is great or the economy is crap, no matter whether we're all in our home for quarantine or we're all out on the town doing our thing. It doesn't matter. They're not your ideal client. But the thing is, is that there are ideal clients out there for you right now, even when things are crazy, even when there is uncertainty, even when we have no idea if the kids are going back to school in the middle of April or not. We have no idea, no idea. But there are people who have a problem so big and are aware of that problem, and they are willing and able to invest with you to help them solve that problem and achieve the transformation they've been looking for. You know, this client, this example that I gave you, she's not the only one that's been thinking this. She's not the only one that's been asking me this. And I bet you've had your own version of this question pop into your head in some way, shape, or form over the last couple of weeks, yeah? You know, I've had other clients tell me that there are tons of people in this online space offering things for free, competitors of theirs. And they've asked, how am I able, how am I supposed to compete with this? And so the first thing I want to say about that is that I don't believe that because we give something away for free, that it means any portion of our paid income or any portion that somebody would pay us, it does not mean that will dry up. Actually, I I believe the complete opposite. I think that whenever we give and open ourselves up to give, we're opening ourselves up to receive as well, more than we could have received without giving. Giving isn't bad, okay? Now, I'm not saying give the house away, okay? There's a portion of what you do that should be proprietary. It should be kept under lock and key. It's your secret sauce, that thing that helps someone get results from working with you. If you've heard any of my other episodes, I talk a lot about information is not what people actually need. Information is readily available. What's actually going to bring the transformation is the implementation. It's getting down into the work with somebody and figuring out how can I help move them from A to Z? They have all the information, but why? Why are they not actually implementing? Why are they not actually doing what I told them or doing the thing I gave them and actually putting it into action to get from A to Z? That is typically that 10% that someone would work with you for. But that leaves 90% that you can give away. And just because some element of what you do is given away for free doesn't mean you will lose financially. The specific client I'm thinking about when I tell you this example that brought this question to me, she was feeling fear. She was feeling scarcity around what was going on in the market. And with just a little bit of reframing and a little bit of a message shift on her part, we had reframed and positioned her in such a different way that it was inevitable that the market would bring an influx of leads into her and ultimately lead to sales both today and in the future. So here's what I know to be true. Here's what I know to be true. Times are uncertain right now. That's for sure. Security, or honestly, rather the illusion of security, it's been stripped away for most people. Actually, the vast majority of people. We have now become aware of the fact that the security we thought we had was an illusion. And the ones that will win and come out on the other side of this event as leaders of tomorrow, they're the ones that are showing fully up today for their audience and for their family. Like I said, show up and help people. That is what I'm here focused on. And I would encourage you to do the same. It's as simple as that. So I want you to ask yourself, how can I show up and serve my audience? What does that look like to show up and serve your audience? What can you do? Maybe that's a little bit out of your norm or out of your normal kind of a thing that you would typically do in your marketing. How can you show up with a pure heart to just serve? 
Second thing I want you to ask yourself is what does my ideal client need to hear right now? Okay. And I want you to make sure when you're answering that question, both of these questions, I want you to make sure that you're keeping in mind the most ideal version of your client the most ideal version of your client, the person who is ready, willing, and able to invest. You know, I think I've talked about this on other episodes before, but in our marketing, in our messaging, we have to speak to the highest level of our ideal client, the person who is ready to buy, who is ready to work with us, who is desiring the transformation we can offer, who is ready, willing, and able right now to make it happen. We have to talk to that level of our client because it trickles down. Okay, um, best way to explain this is I used to teach children's church years ago. And I was in a room with kindergartners through fourth graders, I think. And the advice I got from the children's pastor at the time was speak to the oldest kid in the room. You have a room, I had a room that I had to teach from ages five or six all the way up to what? How old is a fourth grader? 10 maybe? I don't know. We'll just say that. So that's quite a range. Very different development areas, very different focus and attention spans, very different interests, like drastically different, right? But the advice I got was speak to the oldest kid in the room, because if you can keep the attention of the fourth grader, you will keep the attention of the kindergartner. They won't fully be able to understand everything you're saying. They won't fully get your jokes or your references. But if you can keep the attention of the fourth grader, the room is going to keep their attention is going to be kept. And so I think about it in the same way with marketing. Your audience, you have different levels of clients in different varying stages where some are very problem aware. Some are very, they're ready to have the transformation. They're also willing, able, and ready to invest. Okay. Those are your highest level of clients. And you have some that they're just kind of, they're there watching. They're like, yeah, I'm going to want that transformation. It doesn't hurt that bad yet, but it will probably in the future. I don't know. I'm just here, right? You've got those people. And then you have people that have no idea that they even have a problem. Okay. So there's these various levels that are in your audience and you want to make sure at all times when you're speaking and your messages and your content, you're talking to the person at that highest level that is ready to work with you yesterday. That's who you want to talk to. Because then your marketing message will land with each person at each different level and serve them where they are as you continue to nurture them through your process. And then one day, they become that person that's in that highest level. You see how that continues? So that's my biggest advice here. Okay, I went on that little five-minute rabbit trail to basically tell you that when you are creating content, when you are answering these questions, how can I show up and serve my audience, and what does my ideal client need to hear, you need to make sure you're keeping in mind the most ideal version of your client. Because if you're not, then your content is going to attract the wrong person, attract people who aren't quite quite ready to buy, um, attract people who don't truly want what you have to offer, or the solution that you can provide, and it just isn't ideal, right? We end up on the phone with people who aren't ideal clients, or or we end up working with people that are just not a good fit. Business becomes really fun when your client roster is full of a ton of ideal clients, and you freaking love showing up for them, and they love working with you, and they're getting results, and you're getting incredible testimonials, and things are popping. That is when it gets fun. So make sure when you're answering these questions that you keep in mind the most ideal version of your client. Let's kind of go into content, and when communicating with your audience in your content, it's really important right now to not ignore the reality that we are all facing right now. 
actually like a really interesting time to be a human right now because everyone you encounter virtually as well as when you walk six feet away from somebody in the streets in your neighborhood, everyone you encounter is dealing with the same global reality. It's really, really interesting. Really interesting. And my point is, is that your messaging cannot ignore that. Life has changed. Don't ignore that change in your content. You know, most likely for many of your ideal clients, depending on depending on what your message was before the pandemic and before COVID-19, depending on how dialed in it was, many of you will need to shift your message a little bit to speak to a more urgent pain. And what I mean is it's no longer some pie in the sky vision. Make more money and live your best life now. Joel, I call that Joel Osteen style where it's really fluffy. Live your best life now. Yeah, that I mean, nobody's buying that. But if your client roster is dwindling, then you need a sales system to attract and sign clients on demand. Like that is a pain. Your client roster is dwindling. You see, you need a system to be in control of whether or not you sign clients. Pre-pandemic, pre-COVID-19, pre all of this crazy stuff that's gone on in our world, vitamins were nice. People wanted vitamins. People had money to invest in vitamins. You could, and what I mean by vitamins are the nice to have, so things that would, that would be nice to have one day. You could sell the pipe dream laptop lifestyle, but now it's time to reposition your offer to make sure that it's selling the painkiller. What pain are you killing with your offer? The pain is, for example, someone just lost their job. They need to make 3000 per month to survive. That's the pain. They're not thinking about how to live the Bali laptop lifestyle while making money. That's not what they're thinking about. They're thinking about how do I make $3,000 so that I'm not going to have issues when my paycheck doesn't come in two weeks from now. Does this make sense? Every single one of you has a chance right now to reset and to take a new stance on positioning and why your audience needs your offer more than ever. So are there ready to invest ideal clients out there looking for what you do? Yes, 100%. And probably more than ever, honestly. But the question is, are you ready to step up and position yourself as a leader for them and for the droves of other ideal clients that will be flooding this online marketplace in the coming weeks, months, and years? So if your answer is yes, I have some questions I want to ask you. I want you to ask yourself. I want you to journal on these. I want you to truly embody the answers of these. And the first one is, Are you even sold on what it is you're selling? In episode number 94 of Ambitious Motherhood, I talked about the vibe of being sold on you and how if you're not sold, how in the world do you expect anyone else to be sold on what you're selling them? This is far more important than ever right now, that you be be super clear on your main message of your work, that you're super clear on the transformation you provide and what that truly means to the person who desires to work with you. Why does that transformation matter more now during this time of crisis than ever before? You've got to speak to the transformation in your content. Don't gloss over it. For example, more than ever, my ideal client needs a system that she can depend on that will attract, nurture, and convert clients on demand. She needs that system. If she doesn't have that system, then yeah, her client list is dwindling then yes, her income is unpredictable. Then yes, there is uncertainty that is really quite scary. But if she has a system that she can depend on that she knows is going to work like clockwork, then there's nothing to fear, right? So that's for me. I need you to get into the vibe of being sold on you. I need you to know exactly what it is you're selling and be sold on it. 
And you've got to speak to that transformation in your content, not glossing over it. Talk about it all the time. That's why we're here. Our ideal client needs to know what's possible for them and that you can help them achieve that transformation. So the next question I want you to ask yourself is, do you believe that your ideal clients are out there? (laughs) When you answer this question, it's super easy to impose your own limiting beliefs and your own money beliefs on this. It's super easy to think, gosh, I wouldn't be willing to spend X on XYZ. So yeah, there's no one out there. Or man, the people I've talked to so far aren't willing to invest. So no one is willing to invest. Our brain likes to do this weird blanket assumption crap as to what reality looks like. And it's typically wrong. Your brain is wrong. So step aside, like tell your brain, step aside. Thanks brain for helping, but you're not helping. So bye. The truth is there is more abundance. There is more, there are more people. There are, there's more money. There's more need out there than you realize. So I want to introduce you, maybe some of you know this concept, this this cognitive bias. There's something called the confirmation bias or the red car effect. And I'm sure you've experienced this before. And this is what is happening if you think there is no one out there who wants or needs what you have. Of course, of course, there could be some mindset stuff like you don't fully believe they need it or that it would help them. But beyond that, let's say you've worked through that. You've worked through the first question I asked you. Beyond that, the confirmation bias is your brain looking for evidence to prove what you believe to be true. Confirmation bias, here's a definition for you, is a tendency to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms or strengthens one's prior personal beliefs or hypothesis. So if you believe there's no one that will fully pay you, if you believe that your contracts are going to be left unpaid, yeah, you're going to find evidence of that. 100% all day long. You're right. Whether you believe you can or you think you can't, you're right, right? I think that's um, the car guy. What's his name? I can't remember his name. I think that's the Ford guy. That's not, I don't know, Thomas something. That's wrong. I don't know. Anyway, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. You know, what this looks like is you end up stumbling upon, your brain recognizes. So it's, it's, it's happening all in the background. This is not woo-woo. This is science. It's your brain in the background is looking for evidence to prove what you consciously believe. So your subconscious is working to prove what you believe and it's going to find evidence for you and then perk you up. It's like it hits you over the head and says, hey, you remember that thing you were wondering about? Here's proof of it. And all of a sudden, now you've been scrolling the feed on Facebook and you find a video from somebody who's like, the sky is falling, no clients are signing, la la la, right? And they're having all this negative stuff and your brain just hit you over the head and said, hey, look, I found something to prove what you thought to be true, to be true, here you go, here's proof. That's cognitive bias, okay? All of the information, here's what you have to realize. All of the things, all of the realities are present right now. It just depends on which one you actually wanna be true for you. And that's what your brain will go find proof of, okay? You're going to find what you you are looking for. That's the bottom line. My point is you will find what you are looking for. And the best way to like understand what cognitive this, this confirmation bias is, is when you want a new car, like let's just say you want a new, hot, decked out, there's a vacuum and a DVD player and leather seats and captain's chairs. You want a whole decked out minivan. Yep, you want it. 
Or maybe you want a Yukon Denali, okay? It doesn't matter which side of that track you fall on. It's fine. I love both of you. I think minivans are very functional. However, I do really want a Yukon. But I do really love my sliding doors and cup holders. So it's a battle. I want both, okay? <laughs> anyway, that's actually fun. We should, we should do like a poll on Instagram about, you know, minivan or SUV. That would be fun. So feel free to go DM me on Instagram if you want to weigh in on what your ideal vehicle of choice is. But point is, let's just say you want a new car. Let's say you want a Yukon Denali. You want a black one, okay? You are all of a sudden going to start seeing them everywhere. Have you experienced this? You're going to start thinking, oh my gosh, geez, does everyone drive a Yukon? What in the world? This is your brain confirming for you what you believe or what you desire. Our brains are looking for evidence of that which we believe to be true. It's cool. So if you want a new reality, you have to first start with your brain, getting getting your brain on board saying, this is what I desire. This is what I'm going to create. And your brain will then go out and confirm it for you. So let's shift it. In the first question, you took some time or will take some time. Okay. If you haven't already paused me to journal, I want you to take some time after this episode or whenever to answer how your offer is of highest service to your ideal client and why the transformation you provide is so needed in this time. What it means and looks like for your ideal client to receive that transformation. I'm talking seriously, write all the benefits, journal all the things, all of the emotions that go along with that. Now the next step you need to do is to make sure you're on board with that. Do you believe it's valuable? Do you believe your offer can provide that solution? If not, there might be some need to restructure what your offer has, what's included, how your system works, how you can make sure you get results. But most likely, it's you not seeing your own value. And that is going to require you to do some shifts. That is the work that you have to do behind the scenes. You're going to have to shift that belief. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be frank with you. This is why I always work with a coach. I always have somebody in my back pocket helping me because beliefs can hold us down and we cannot see our own blind spots. It's why I will always have a coach in my back pocket, someone that I work closely with because we can't see our own blind spots. We can't look at our business or our life with objectivity, and it's important that we have that. But back to confirmation bias. If you believe that ideal clients don't exist, you'll find that reality to be true. So as I wrap up this episode today, I want you to take some time to journal through those questions that I threw your way today. Get still with them. Truly journal it out, let it all flow, or talk it out. I'm an internal processor, honestly, so that's why writing really helps me. But if you're a talker, you got to talk it out loud. Go on a walk and speak to yourself. Process it out loud with your husband, your coach, someone. Just get it out. And the truth is, there are more opportunities than ever before in the market that we are all living in. The question is, which reality do you want to see and which reality do you want to experience? And that's all good news, is that you can decide which one you want to tap into. Other good news is that this too shall pass. One day, this will be through. One day, the first quarter of 2020, that felt like a year, will have come and gone. And we'll be in a new season, both individually and collectively. And what you're doing today is positioning you for what's coming tomorrow. I truly believe those with a solid heart and a mission to serve, they're being positioned today. Those who are speaking, showing up, helping, serving, they will become the leaders of tomorrow. They're the ones leading the pack, even through crisis. And I want you on that train with me. And I'm here for you 
in this season. So, so excited for you. So if you are feeling any kind of uncertainty around your client attraction process, what it looks like to actually attract clients who are ready, willing, and able to invest with you, if you don't have your own client attraction system in place, I want you to reach out to me. I want you to send me a DM on Instagram and say, yes, Katie, I am ready to have a system in place that's going to allow me to attract clients on demand, sell high-ticket dream clients even in uncertain times, hit those income goals without working crazy hours, and have that plan to scale to six and multi-six figures, working 20 hours a week or less, even today with our kids home from school in a quarantine. So if that's you, if you need that client attraction system in place, I want you to reach out to me on Instagram. I have something really cool I'm putting together. And if you're ready to put that system in place and start to get clients in your pipeline, sign high ticket clients that are ready to work with you, that are dreams to work with, send me a message, type dream clients there in that message, and we can chat more about what that system's going to look like for you in this current season, in your business, and for your goals, both personally in your life and in your business. Because here's what I know, and this is the whole reason why Ambitious Motherhood exists, is you cannot separate your life and your business. If there's success in your business, there's success at home. There's got to be success at home. It has to match up. If the home is rocky, the business is going to be rocky. If there's rockiness in your business, there's going to be some rockiness at home. We have to approach your business and your life holistically. And that's why Ambitious Motherhood exists. I am so excited to be on this journey with you. I cannot tell you how much I believe in what it is you're doing. And that this time, now more than ever, has so many opportunities for you, not only you and your family, but think about all the women and all the people and the businesses that you serve through your work. Think about how they're going to be impacted through this season for good. I know that's hard to say and think about when there's so much going on right now, but this is a time when we can shift our focus on impacting, serving, and helping show up and help people, guys. Looking forward to hearing from those of you on Instagram. Feel free, as always, screenshot your show if you got something out of today's episode. Post it on your Instagram stories and tag me. I absolutely love getting the chance to refeature you on my stories and to just chat with you about what it is you're taking away from the episodes that are going live here on the Ambitious Motherhood Podcast. It helps to know what's resonating, what you guys need more of, what questions I can help with in the future. So definitely screenshot your show and tag me on your Instagram stories. And I will chat with you all on the next episode as we continue to walk through this uncertain time together. But this uncertain time that I know will be one we all look back on and say that was when everything changed for my family and for my clients. So with that, have a wonderful day, have a wonderful week, and I cannot wait to chat with you on Instagram. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. I am so excited that you got to hang out with us here today in your earbuds, and I want to help you get further connected into the Six Figure Ambitious Mom community. So head on over to katiefleming.co slash tribe for your own invite into the Six Figure Ambitious Motherhood community. I'll see you there.